There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Happy New Year. Welcome to Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. Hello, I'm Brett. Happy oh, nice New Year also. Uh-huh. Of course, yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Um, mm-hmm. How are you doing? You all right? Had a good first yes. seven days of the year? It's been okay, it's... you know. It's It's been all right. No no particular change that Have you I noticed any see. big changes? What are your trends and predictions? Me trends and predictions? <laughs> what the fuck's that like? I don't know. That's what I do for a living. What do you, what do you think's going to happen this year? <laughs> oh, it must be Nostradamus, so, you know, he's some kind of food Nostradamus. I, I solely in, interview people uh, with foresight. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you you see yourself as a type of mystic, Cliff? Of course, I call myself Bruce Foresight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that name. Uh-huh. Is there other people who refer to you as that, or just, just you call yourself that? It's the will. The will after today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cliff, you've got a very yellow top on there. It's called almost quite a like you're in Funhouse or something. It's a real What's going show. on? Anything? It really is. Um, it's <laughs> rerun quite a the fun. I'm, uh... <laughs> yeah, should we re- rerun the fun? Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, about a month ago, I bought this jumper. Mm-hmm. And like three new shirts for work, and uh-huh. uh, honestly, it, 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 people can't stop talking about it. <laughs> I can't stop talking about but your jumper. One day, I, I took this on and I had a jacket on, and one of the lasses was like, "Hey, I've never seen you wearing that before." Uh-huh. And it was like I don't know, it was Christmas or whatever, just before Christmas, and I was like, "Yeah, it's part of a whole new me." And they took it really, <laughs> they took it really seriously. So, like, they think I'm like genuinely trying to reinvent myself through a new shirt and a new <laughs> through, through through colourful clothing because you don't really use their wear colourful clothing, do you? Not no, in your normal life. It's been just described as a mustard jumper. I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's mustard, but you know, I think it, it well. Over the airwaves, it does look quite mustardy. Well, everybody says it, so maybe it is, but I'm not. <laughs> but it. you refuse to believe it. What colour mustard? Go. What kind of mustard do you get? That's this colour, like. Um, you, you know that mustard that you get in the jaw. It's that oh, that one. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Silly me. 
<laughs> Silly you. Yeah, eh? Not the, the corny mustard. Oh, keep away from that. Your favorite what one. is that stuff? Your favourite? Oh, it's horrible. That. What was the little bits? The little bits, uh-huh. Nah, it's wrong, that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, have bits in out. What did, what did you do as the clock struck 12 on January 1st? Keep it, keep it as filthy as you can. <laughs> right, okay. Well, um, unfortunately for you, there's no filth involved in what I was doing because everybody else was asleep in my house. Oh, really? Okay. So I was just pretty much watching uh, the news and the fireworks. And then Do you I care about it? Are you not bothered about it? Was that I'm like not a, really, you know a disappointment? What, I'm not really bothered about but it. But did you I, stay I, I, up I, on purpose or would you just no? stay up anyway? I would, I would have been up just anyway, I think. You know, I, I'm not bothered about it. It's a strange one, New Year. You never know what to do, do you? And you Sorry feel like you need kid. to mark it. You feel like you should mark it. Yeah, I don't know. When we were a kid, we used to just do whatever, like, mad shit happened. Bum a tramp yeah. to death at the amphitheatre. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, very niche reference, that. Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> I would point out that. Did you, did you say bum? Bum and tramp to death at the amphitheatre boom. in South Shields, yeah. I mean, I'm laughing. I, I wasn't involved in that. No way. Neither of us no were. Way. I must point that out. Neither of us have killed. You might have been. Through might any have been means, in anyone. An admission not. of guilt. That and I know I've split. used some, I've used the term bumming or to mm -hmm. bum and trap, yeah. which I think neither are politically correct or I don't think that like nice but you know i think that was the what the headline was on the front page of the gazette the next day but anybody who <laughs> wants to delve into this any further feel free to do it south shields new year tramp day uh -huh. google it see bum. what happens due to bumming due to bumming equals bum well i don't know is that how you google <laughs> 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 Anyway, like when we were kids, we would go to each other's houses and would or we'd go uh -huh. out when we could go out. And it, yeah. you know, it was it was a good laugh and you know, it was an excuse to see lots of people and for pubs to charge a lot of money and stuff like that. But as you get to like you've got kids and you're like 40 or in your thirties and you're married or whatever, uh -huh. like you have your own house and stuff like that. Like, who can be bothered with that? <laughs> <laughs> Do they still do first foots? Have you ever been anybody's well, first foot? I mentioned this to somebody the other day and I had no idea what I was on about at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, no, you take really? like a plate of like stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> they thought you were insane. <laughs> but People must borrowed. still do it. Uh-huh. Like, if you're talking, I mean, like me mom and that, she'll call like the shops the off door. Do people yeah. still call it the off door? It's dying out, isn't it? That's what one of the things I feel like I should talk to me ma more about all of this stuff because she's like one of the last generation of and your mum and dad as well, of course, like South Shields like old school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the modern world, and I, I'm well aware what I sound like when I say the modern world, but the modern world is a bit like it's all the same, isn't it? One of the great things is that you can get everything. You can talk to anyone around the world like me and you now. Um, and you can get culture and 
and films and music and influence from anywhere around the world and you're open but i think what it means is like most things are kind of homogenized now so you know it's what kids are doing in fucking china is probably very similar to what kids are doing in london newcastle whatever you know mm-hmm. like and I, but i think where the where the like gener- the only generation for i don't know since the war which is probably the same generation since the war before that the world war 1 world war 2 i mean um where entire culture has changed and you're the last one of that generation that has a bit of the old one and a bit of the new one. I think anybody, mm-hmm. the next generation younger than us, well, you know, we're 40, anybody who's 20, they don't know that we didn't have mobile phones and the internet and shit like that. Um, yeah. I, th- I mean, things always change, don't they? That's the thing. So I think things that thing about change. what you're but saying it, about it your It has mom, been accelerated for sure, hasn't it? About That's your mom thing. using that term and that word and like my mom talks and uses words that people don't really use anymore as well you know and, and yeah you know me mom me mom's accent your mom's accent proper shields accents i'll say that about you as well you've got a proper shields accent but mine's changed over the years from being away and stuff and obviously uh-huh. nobody really knows what that means but like it's when i always wish i'd done more with me nana before she died my brother did a little bit about getting our stories together and stuff like that because it's yeah. a different it is a different fucking world a different world mm-hmm. you know two up two it down is. like you know like being a kid and working and you know what your jobs your mom and dad did or your mom might have done maybe not and minors and all of that kind of stuff is just gone in it taking it's... bits of coal off the road yeah <laughs> <laughs> to warm the bad, houses I don't know how we got mm-hmm. into that, but Happy New Year. Maybe yes, 2023, Happy New Year. We, we'll see. We should return. explain for anybody listening as well who doesn't know what an off-door is. <laughs> it's just basically like booze busters, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was, that's what it was. Because the, the pubs had a certain time when they were allowed to sell alcohol mm-hmm. and certain times when they weren't. So the times when the word, you would go to the off-door the off-door. get your beer. <laughs> off-door, yes. So that's what that is. So there like, you go. I don't know. Like, oh, well, we could talk about this forever. That's not what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> what you what you been up to? Like, you been has twenty twenty three brought any new movies or telly or music? It, 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 it has actually. I watched a, a a horror which was very very good last week, Cliff. Oh, called what was it? Smile. Yes, I'd advise yeah. you to watch it. Okay, what? Well, who's yeah. in it? Where's it from? It's not it's, better it's, not for you, Blumhouse. It's not a Blumhouse one. It's it's quite a new director. I think he's it's his first film. He's only made short films and stuff. Um, but there's the, and actresses and stuff like that in it. Nobody famous, which okay. is always the best. The best day uh, horrors, isn't it? Where you don't yeah, really of course, yeah, because people. after that they're contrived. Exactly. So yes, it was it was very very good. I definitely advise you to watch it. And some good uh, new, is it? good scary bits. It, yeah, it's it's, it's what, new. Like, tell it's, us what kind of horror it is. Well, it, it, it's a little it's a lot, I would say, like one of my favorite horrors of the past sort of 10 years or so, called It Follows. Have you yeah, seen yeah, that? I mean, amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, so that's brilliant. And it, it's very John Carpenter, e- it e- follows e- as well. It is. It is. It's. It, it's a very similar premise to that. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh huh. 
I don't want to give too much away, right, but no, it's, it's very, it, it's very, very good. Your, you should watch it. That is, what do you think? It, it, I think horror, it's one of that. It's one of the best films I've seen in ages. So, so yeah, I, I was quite. I think quite when happy it comes to horrors, I think that. Um, Badabook. 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 And uh, what's that other one I was going to say? Oh, let the right one in, which has been Americanized and it turned into a series. The yeah. Swedish one, the vampire one, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think it follows is the best one I've I've seen, you know, well, in a long time. I mean, obviously it's quite old now, isn't it? It's about ten years old or something now. It follows. I don't think it was ten years, but it was seven it years something like that. In. It's great. Um, it's it's mint. Okay, it's well I'll take that on board. I went to the cinema this week because I had uh, I Ooh. took Monday and Tuesday off. You know what it's like, Brett. You t- you put a holiday in from work because you want to do now, mm-hmm. and then it's a it, don't get us wrong, it's a lovely thing. But your wife says I'll put that day off as well so we can do some stuff. <laughs> and you go. Oh, oh man! Like uh... <laughs> you know, I'm sure we're going to do some nice stuff, but that is not what I intended to do. That is not. That's not the plan. <laughs> it, you know what, Cliff? It's funny that you you mentioned that because last night, lying in bed with the wife, I said, "Well, oh, I'm off on Monday, and also I've got I've got a week's holiday off in in February." Mm-hmm. And I told her when it was. Oh, great! Let's go to Benidorm. I thought <laughs> you oh, don't want what? to go. To- you don't want to go to <laughs> You know, you know my feelings on the holidays, <laughs> don't you? I don't like to go anywhere. But Benidorm's good doing it. Like that's good. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, what, anyway, what? so I had Monday and Tuesday off just to kind of do nothing. Um, mm-hmm. A doctor's appointment on the Monday, like just you know, like potter around a bit. I had a bit of a like self self care day. Is that what they call them? Yeah, where you like scrub your balls and that. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, shaved, fucking wash yeah. my face. Um, <laughs> uh, so only half your face though. I went to the cinema, so Just I went like to cinema, Of course, with the me one good hand. Um, <laughs> so I went to the cinema, and the cinema, the cinema I went to has, let's say, it's got twenty screens. Nineteen mm-hmm. of them were showed Avatar two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And presumably, because it's uh, on so long, probably like two shows a day across the twenty screens. I've got, I've got no, no, I've got no interest whatsoever. In I've Avatar not seen the first too, one, like. Brett. I've seen it, and I can't remember anything about it, which means it's the biggest it's film of all time, right? apparently. But isn't that because it was all three D and all that? Yeah, stuff. but then, it was a three D craze. I don't know, something like the last Avengers overtook it. But then mm-hmm. James Cameron re-released it in anticipation for the new one coming out, so it tops it again. I'm sure the oh. new one will be. I'm sure the new one will be up there as well. But literally, no interest in watching a minute of either of those films or no, the third one because he made a third one at the same time, right? That's why there's such a big delay between the first and the second. I think he made number two and three at the same time. I think. Right. I think. Anyway, mm-hmm. not interested in that. So there's like. There's loads of Bollywood films on here because of big Indian population. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them are like mad, but also it's like in Hindi, subtitled in Arabic. So I, I don't know what the fuck's going on in that. 
uh-huh. it's normally just explosions. There's a lot of dancing. It's not it's not massively that anymore. There are a lot of bullies. Isn't that what's that. going on? What's happened? Honestly, Brett, some of it maybe we should do one for this because it's like the most overblown action films. And it's like <laughs> really? It's like if I had a lot of money uh-huh. and I wanted to be a film star. I would make a film where I was like the Jason Statham type lead, but I look like this. It's like that. <laughs> in the absolute. But, but surely there like, is dancing in every film, surely. I mean, there's probably a, like a fucking. You know, instead a of, little bit. You know, like instead of the scene in a strip club, like in all other films, there's just a yes. scene where they have just like a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> they celebrate an explosion. No, but some of them are massive budgets. And but a lot of them are like the the stars are like middle aged men that have just got a lot of money, and they're big powerful guys in that like industry. So they just make films a little bit like Tom Cruise does, where he saves the world every time. But he's also Tom Cruise. Uh, it's just all these films like that. So maybe we should do one because there's some that they try to make to like break into a Western audience. Anyway, I didn't go and see one of them. Is the upshot right? Okay. I went to see a film <laughs> called Mind Cage. <laughs> Mind Cage. I have a, I think I've heard of this. Is this with your, a, one of your favourite actors in it? Least favourite. <laughs> <laughs> you love him? You love Who him, Malkovich? don't you? Yeah, Malkovich, we were talking about him a couple of weeks ago. He says, he's your top guy. Him and uh, uh, Jurassic Park, man. Yeah, go for them. I said I put them both in the same... Like keep an eye on them. Bracket is the bracket. Yeah. <laughs> keep an eye on them. <laughs> Wait, he's some Monitor. kind of serial Monitor killer. Or something. <laughs> Watch out for these two. So it's but, yeah. um, former bad boy Martin Lawrence, not dressed right. up in a massive fat woman, old woman's outfit, but that's all uh, right. That's but good. like an embittered uh, detective, right? But who I think, I assume. Not the character, but the actor has a serious drink problem because he can barely deliver his lines throughout the entire <laughs> thing. And really? He keeps doing weird. I think he's had his substance issues in the past, hasn't he? I would, yeah, I would imagine. It's like you know, on the wire, you know that you know the guy in the wire in that that first series where that scene is just him going fuck, 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 in that murder scene mm-hmm. for ages. Mm-hmm. He's essentially trying to play that kind of character, like a bit of an over-the-hill, over-the-weight cop who's seen it all, done it all. And then there's a yeah. young like detective who's joining him who he can't really be asked with. And yeah, and Malkovich is a serial killer that uh, there's a copycat happening while he's in behind bars and they don't know what's mm-hmm. happening. So I don't so know how this. I don't know how this film has come out in 2023, because it's right. like it's a seven. You know when Seven and Silence of the Lambs were out, and there's just loads of ripoffs uh-huh. of them. Yeah, it's that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why it's why it's out now. It's it's like one of those films that comes out in the wake of a really good film, which was the original point of this podcast. I think <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's one of it's one of those films. It like. 
okay, well, this is like seven or Silence of the Lambs because a young female detective has to go and see a, this mad serial killer in a high security prison. Nobody's meant to go uh-huh. near him. Or she gains his trust. He helps her out with the investigation. I'm like, this is like 30 years too late. This film. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. But you know what, Brett? Is it? I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the whole point of it, isn't it? It's I had a great time. I was on my own in the cinema. I had mm-hmm. a big tub of popcorn. Wank and off to Malkovich. Mm-hmm. I had a little fumble around to Malkovich's uh, hand. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, films and cinema is escapism, right? There's not a lot of cinema releases right now. But for me, going to the cinema whether I'm with someone or not, that two hours, it's like when I go on a plane and the uh-huh. Wi-Fi's off and you haven't got a laptop and all of that. You just yeah. have some time where all you're doing is watching that thing. Like, I never look mm-hmm. at my phone when I'm at the cinema and stuff like that. I know people do now because they can't not. But like, well, they shouldn't. That time is It just... tells you not to at the start. I hear people who are at the phones. Yeah, but it's just one. Well, of why those can't few... people follow instructions? That's what I want to know. Well, there's lots of stuff I'd like to find out about. Especially people, but... if it's a cartoon popcorn telling you not to look at your phone. Mm-hmm. You should always listen to the cartoon popcorn. Of course, yeah. Always. Uh-huh. Um, but it's one of those few times where you can just switch everything else off and you're immersed in a thing. Because even when you're at home mm-hmm. watching a film, you can go make a cup of tea or you can go to the bathroom and all that kind of stuff. But in the cinema, it's different, right? Like that, that's the magic uh-huh. of that time. So is, even yeah. though the film was a bit crap, I loved it. It was it was good crack. Nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. And then the next day has... when I was off, I watched <clears throat> Rasputin the Mad Monk. <laughs> yes. I was going to say that there has been a spate of the those serial killer type things recently, though, hasn't there? There's, there was one with the... Capaldi or whatever, he was a serial killer in a TV show. Ooh, Lewis so. Capaldi. <laughs> yes, that's him. No, the the former Doctor Who. Oh yeah, I've got that to watch. Was that like a, two episodes or something like that? Something he's like a fella. That, he's, he's a fella behind bars, right? That's yeah. The man says it's very good. Some kind of time travel. Guy, yeah, apparently it's good. I've got it uh, saved to watch, but like I don't know. I, I've skipped past it a couple of times now when I've been thinking of stuff to watch. I don't know whether I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, there's, there's there's plenty of stuff. But yes, you're you're right, Cliff. We're talking about escapism. You kind of get better or better entertainment for my money than a Hammer horror film because mm-hmm. it's it's just you wonderful. It's your favorite. It doesn't. Thing. Fu- it is one of my favorite things. He has, just do not fuck about. Well, he There's has no something. fucking about. People probably think that you chose this film this week, but it was me. I know it was you, Cliff, wasn't it? What made you pick it, Cliff? Um, the poster, <laughs> which is amazing. The fact uh, it's about Rasputin, which is an amazing story, uh-huh. and it's Christopher Lee as Rasputin, nineteen sixty-six, I think. Um, yeah. I didn't know it was a Hammer film, but I assumed it was. Uh-huh. Um, had you seen it before? I've, I think this is probably about the third time that I've seen it. Um, I, what I did was there's this mint, fantastic box set, which I don't have anymore, um, which was, it, it's huge and it's got loads of Hammer horror I films I remember in. that, yeah. And it's like the shape of a crucifix. Yes, when I you remember. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a yeah. thing to have. 
So that that was that was unbelievable. I loved that I came with the big booklet and Rasputin was in there, mm-hmm. and that was the first time that I saw it when I bought that box set. But I, I think I've seen it a couple of times afterwards. But I I love it. It's just you switch your brain off completely, and you just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's it's just pure escapism, like you were saying when you were sitting in in the cinema and stuff. That's what that's why I love these films. Yeah, you don't have to think. No, you just enjoy. And I think one of the things yeah. a lot of a lot of art or culture now with, with films or music or TV or whatever, and it's right that it should do this, but it like taps into what's happening in the world and all of that, right? Because you know it's right that art reflects what's going on. But one of the things with like Hammer, obviously you're out in the sixties, it couldn't give a fuck about any of that. It just makes old <laughs> fucking okay. stories about vampires yeah. and mummies and shit like that, like. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't try and which is what I want to see. And of course, oh, is. that's what and I want to watch, man. The books and wenches. <laughs> <laughs> and if, I mean, yes, you can't go wrong with those. You can't go you wrong. Got, with you those. know, we all love them. Exactly. I mean, if you're looking for you know historical fact within this film, you probably want to look at a different Rasputin film, don't you? Because it's yes. not historically accurate. And I mean, and also the Rasputin story is historically disputed, right? So there's lots of different it stories is. about what Rasputin was about. So, you know mm. I love it. Tell me yes. the synopsis. I, I, I shall indeed. I, I shall do that. Uh, Rasputin, the mad monk, because mm-hmm. that's what it's called wonderfully, mm-hmm is a 1966 Hammer horror film directed by Don Shaw and starring Christopher Lee as Grigory Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Russian peasant mystic, which I like, I like a peasant mystic, mm-hmm. who gained great influence with the Tsars prior to the Russian Revolution. Mm-hmm. The story is largely fictionalized, although some of the events are very loosely based on Prince Yusupov's account of the story. Yeah. He's the fella that killed him or said he did. Yes. Maybe he didn't. So maybe he didn't. The the actual story of Rasputin, I mean, it's it's mental. And also what I didn't really yes. realize was it's not that long ago, I thought it was like made up from the fucking seventeen hundreds or something. But it's it's the <laughs> yeah. First World War. He's like he's it is. There. It is. Uh, he's in there, huh? I mean, he 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 he's basically this wandering mystic fella. Not mystic, is he? That, he's a con man. He's, he, Darren, he's well, a tramp, Darren Brown, Russian Darren Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's a, he's told or the the czars are, are told that he's a mystic. And they believe it, doesn't it? Because seemingly he can he can sort of heal the the little saws hemophilia and stuff like that, can't he? He has healing hands, and apparently he, he's healed cows, healed cows with his hands <laughs> <laughs> in his village or whatever way he grew up. So but he had like massive influence over that, you know, mm-hmm. family, didn't he? We, we because of got... the fact that he could heal that son. We haven't got time to go into the actual story for Asputin. Because that's worth a fucking series on its own. I'm sure yeah. there's one out there. Uh, but he's a real guy, born in 1856, died in 1916. So while the First World War was on, seemingly he's like I don't know he's born into poverty. He's a he's a Russian peasant guy. Um, he had healing powers, according to him. Um, mm-hmm. He's probably just a very 
good persuasive man. Like I'm not joking when I say like Darren Brown style. Like he was probably no, doing no, that I mean, shit now, right? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely. I mean, back the in other those thing days, I... and people probably thought he was a miracle worker and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I mean, the other thing about Rasputin is he believed that to get closer to God, what you would need to do was to sin, which is an interesting concept from, like, you know, a monk, isn't it? So he, he would real deliberately monk, sin. He would, well, he was in a, a sect of these people who were, and he was also welcomed into sort of, you know, the religious sects and stuff like that who yeah. the royal family knew. So they welcomed him as well because they thought he was some kind of healing mystic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all of his beliefs were, were based upon the fact that he would need to sin and then repent his sins to get closer to God. There's some amazing scenes in this film about that. Uh, like We've got a few minutes left before we take a little break. But there's some... I mean, even just the beginning of this film. So what we should say is this film is based... It just focuses mostly on... If you've ever heard the Boney M song, Rah Rah Rasputin, Russia's Greatest Love Machine, not quite right, is it? He had sex with a lot of women by the, women by the sounds of it. I wouldn't say he was what most people would think of as a love machine if you said that word. But you've never looked into his staring hypnotic eyes, happy cliff, so you never know. No. So it starts with Ethan, he is a vagabond, right? He's dressed in rags. And what mm-hmm. is what well, I should say, one of the things I love about this film, no attempt at Russian accents or the Russian language <laughs> no. anywhere through it. Like, They're all no well-spoken English people. No fucking about. No fucking about. Yes. <laughs> That's, that, that is Hammer's like, who, little rule. No who is that guy? About. Who is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're meant to be a Russian fucking like czar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's that man? Um, <laughs> all, they've all got like like the, those old BBC style. Yeah, they're all like very posh. And then the people who work in the pubs or other prostitutes sometimes have uh-huh. a bit more of a like kind of Cockney accent. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Obviously, Christopher Lee is a huge, he's a huge guy, right? How how tall is he? I think he was six. Four, six, five, okay. something like that. He's, he's probably got the biggest hands the world has ever seen. I would his say. hands are massive, aren't they? <laughs> and I mean, he, he wastes no time in getting his hands out, does he? Because the first time we it. see him, he's straight in the pub, isn't he? And the the, uh, the the wife of the landlord is ill and he heals her. Well, it's amazing. That, like you said, no fucking about with this stuff. The film starts, you're in a Russian pub. I mean, I very much doubt the pubs look like this in Russia at this point. <laughs> but you're in a Russian pub, and all of a sudden, this massive fella comes in in rags. And the barman says, or the landlord says, what do you want? He was like, one bottle of wine, two bottle of wines. Yeah. Just give me wine. Oh, you'll, not, you'll not get that. The, the landlord's wife, she's ill. Yeah. Where is really, she? He, he starts well, let me kicking the doors house. down. Can you just first searching for the ill woman so he can get more wine? So uh-huh. the woman, the the wife is like in bed. She's got some horrible. I'm going to say welts on her face. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. And yeah. he just holds these massive hands over her over her face. Doesn't uh-huh. say anything. 
and doesn't do anything. It's a long shot of him just having hands over a face <laughs> with nothing happening. And he crosses uh, his, himself a couple of times and he, he mutters some things for he himself. Mutters a couple he? of things here. It's not yeah. intelligible. You don't really know no. what he said. Yeah. But uh yeah, after what seems like about fifteen minutes, she's uh <laughs> she's cured of whatever the thing is. And the, the husband, the landlord, is like fucking oh, off his nut about it. But uh-huh. as he stands up, the wife is still like lying. And it this this tells you everything you know about the film. Well, five minutes at the film, and he's and he booms at the almost dead woman on the bed. Open your eyes, woman. You're cured. <laughs> he does in this in his really deep, wonderful voice, doesn't he? He's absolutely class. I mean, he's, he's so Lally, wonderful. This tell all you know, Chris Valley so far walked into a bar, demanded two bottles of wine. They've said no because the landlord's upstairs with his wife who's dying. He's gone, fuck that, I'll cure her then. <laughs> <There's cure Yeah. laughs> and he's like, you well, you're not waking up quick enough for me. Fucking get up. I've cured you. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all the while that this is happening as well, he's he's got he's got one eye on the the landlord's daughter. Obviously, of course he has. Yes. Of course he, he has. He has what we can say is a roving eye, right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's Rasputin, isn't it? No, he is Russia. But the landlord's like, how can I ever repay you? He says, just bring me those two bottles of wine. That's not enough. He says, okay, three bottles of wine. That's not enough. He was like, you fucking decide then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a party. And Let's then he have just a party. dances with all of the women in the bar. Yes. R- what right do you think of his dancing, Cliff? He's, cla- he's dancing as class. Absolutely incredible dancing. He's, he's right going for it. And all the fellas are like, hang on it. What's he do with my wife? <laughs> who is this good anyway (laughs) (laughs) but i mean in that one scene is basically the whole film isn't it he he bursts in heals somebody shags the attempts to to shag the the landlord's daughter there's jealous people who start a fight with them that's Mm -hmm. the film isn't it i i don't like I don't like the bit after he chops the hand off. <laughs> <laughs> he he does because he, he is having his way with the the, the landlord's daughter, mm-hmm. and the, the boyfriend comes in. Bit of a scuffle, a scythe's involved, it, and he chops off it, the man's hand with the scythe. I don't know what happened, but a scythe got involved, and a hand fell off. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, the lady at this point is like, "That is actually a husband," uh, and she's like. <laughs> Uh, he's like, yeah, forget about that. I'm still gonna have sex with you. She doesn't really want to. It's a bit awkward. Even after, even after the hands gone, the hands off, he still wants to have a go. <laughs> yeah, he's he? like, I've got the hand off. Back to it, and she's like, I kind of, kind of changed my mind now. You've chopped my husband's hand off. Um, yeah. Maybe you're not the like nice fella, a charismatic bloke. I thought you were. You're obviously bad. Uh, and I mean, he's scruffy, isn't he, as well? He's yeah, absolutely he's, he's, scruffy. He is a vagabond at this point. He's wearing rags. He's got uh-huh. horrible, long, greasy hair, a massive unkempt beard, and he's clearly uh-huh. mad. Um, yeah. Everyone's like, the, who the, the fuck real... is? They're like, oh, he cured the landlord's wife, man. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> the real Rasputin as well, you wouldn't wash because he thought that would bring closer to God as well. So. Christopher Lee in this film is very until he meets like the czars and stuff like that. 
He's very young, Kemp. Until he gets and the he, pink. He looks like that, doesn't on. he? Until he starts wearing the, 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 the clothes that you're starting to wear. <laughs> of course. The silk, the silk all in once. Um, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And the massive hats. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah. like, he's run out of town at this point, isn't he? But there's talk of him going around. <laughs> yes. Oh, he's making a name for himself, isn't he? Because uh, yeah. even in the pub, he, someone says, oh, well, who is he? And he says, nobody knows. He, he just turns up, gets drunk, and then goes again. So he's Heal kind someone, of... Make, fuck someone. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> he's making his name for himself in these little small sort of villages, isn't he? The next bit, we're That's about to run out of time, but he gets on a... He has to flee there, I guess. And he gets on a uh, on a horse and cart with a fella. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh... What you do then? He's like, oh, I used to be in St. Petersburg. It's fucking awesome there, by the way. He's like, oh, is it? He's like, yeah, they've got loads mm-hmm. of money, loads of women. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> class. And he's like, all right, well, but... they take us there. And he's like, I can't go back there. I, I, like, uh, I've got into a bad way. And he's like, right, well, go and give me the race. He, 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 he nicks the <laughs> horse, doesn't he? <laughs> for, for any Hammer fans as well, there's, there's like Cushion. There's Christopher Lee mm-hmm. and there's Barb Rachelli as well, who's also mm-hmm. in this film. Yes. She's Sonia. Yeah, yeah. But there's also another guy called Michael Ripper who's in loads and loads okay. of Hammer films. Now, the guy sitting next to Christopher Lee in the carriage isn't Michael Ripper, but it's Michael Ripper's voice. Oh, is so he? he's in there again. <laughs> he was dubbed. Uh huh. I don't okay. know why, but good why not just use Michael Ripper? That. Otherwise, it I don't know. it's good that bit because that seems like a fucking St. Petersburg's where it's at, is it? I'll get mm-hmm. myself there. <laughs> he ends up in yeah. St. Petersburg. We're going to run out of time. We'll be back in a second. Ends up in St. Petersburg, goes to another pub. I don't know how they can pretend this isn't the same pub. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same pub, man. Exactly this is more. <laughs> right, we're back after a short break, and Brett's going to tell us about the real meaning of Rasputin the Bad Monk. Oh, the real meaning of it is there. Is there a real meaning of it? I, I, I guess the only meaning of it is we shouldn't a, have royal families. Then <laughs> <laughs> the Russian re- Revolution was a good thing to do. What about that? Well, there's people in the real life version of this that say that Rasputin brought about the re- brought about helped bring about the revolution. There would have been no Lenin yeah. without Rasputin. Um, well, he, he showed the hubris of the royal family, didn't he? Allowing exactly. some you know what, Brett? smelly I love you, mystic your use, into the court. Your use of the word hubris, I love it. I'm not being thanks. funny. I genuinely mean it. <laughs> well, thanks for that. But it's true, isn't it? I mean, they, they, the people were, you know, there was, it was World War One was happening at this time as well. People were starving and stuff like that. The, the young were getting sent off to war. And the royal family were entertaining this smelly mystic who would just shag loads of women. And he, he had loads of influence over them as well. Like, he, he was... Because Nicholas was away. He was the guy hiring and firing people, basically. Do you know what I mean? So it didn't make you know, any sense I think he's most, life, most like in modern life. Who? Cummins. The Salt, the salt Bay character. <laughs> the what? The, the salt, salt guy beak. from the World Cup. You know that? Oh, the guy who just that charges, guy who was on all the pictures. Charges like a million quid to have a steak because he's put, put made it gold 
and he's in the World Cup yeah. final pictures. People <laughs> yeah. hate him. People absolutely uh-huh. hate him. He, he's uh-huh. like, and I think he's a knob, but at the same time, he's come from like a nothing background and he's found a uh-huh. way to fleece rich people <laughs> <laughs> of yeah. millions. I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a certain part of us that, you know, admires people who are able to do that type of thing. I, mean, like I think he's men. a dick. He's a con man. Mm-hmm. He's serving like steak, like whatever. Okay. He had a normal restaurant. Then he, he like just went, I wonder if I could just put fucking gold on this and do a stupid video and I might be able to mm-hmm. charge more money for it. And I feed fucking David Beckham. I'll just like put food in his mouth like he's a little bird. <laughs> Yeah, and he's on the World Cup final pitch, like grabbing the World Cup and stuff. And I was like, "That's a disgrace." I think it's a disgrace, but I don't think I blame the guy for doing it. No, of course, of course not. I mean, he's like fat. That's neck. that's the thing. I mean, it's 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 all about you know gaining the trust or, or, or you know gaining influence over these so-called influential people, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's what these people. Dude. He's fleeced them. He's absolutely like got under their skin. He's a, he's a no one, but mm-hmm. good on him. Rasputin, good yeah, on him. Rasputin. There <laughs> is part of us definitely. I mean, obviously, I'm not Russian, and I, you know, I, I might feel a little bit differently if that was if that was the case. But and I lived at that time. But there is part of us that thinks, oh, well, you've come from now. And, Apart you know, from the aggressive like sex, that I think yeah. was, some of it was unwanted. I feel like he's a guy Fawkes done good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's always, he always watch these documentaries, or I do anyway, about the most evil men in history. Uh-huh. And he's always on that list, isn't he? Do you is think that's unfounded? Evil? Well, but that's Who's it, he isn't killed? it. Well, I don't think he killed anybody. I don't, think, I, I don't think that's happened. Well, he, 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 he saved. He saved the 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 he he, he son. He saved <laughs> he some cows. The, yes. the woman with the welt. <laughs> he did, uh, and I mean, there must have been. I mean, uh, some kind of of healing involved. Do you know what I mean? Whether I uh, think uh, it's well, bullshit, read, but it's happened, right? Like yeah, these people have got yeah, well, They it's wouldn't bullshit. believe them. They wouldn't believe him if if it, it you know it hadn't ha- have, have happened in some way. But what I've read is that he, he told um, the, the princess or whatever to sort of keep the young child away from the doctors, uh-huh. right? So apparently, obviously, the doctors were making it worse. And obviously, when he when they did do that, it looked like you know the boy was getting better. So they attributed that to Rasputin. Oh, the so the doctor's that... help wasn't good. So I think they said, were keep these what I've guys read, away. What I've read is the what they were giving them aspirin. I've read right? this, but I don't actually the aspirin isn't the thing but that's happening it's, right there. It's a blood thinner aspirin, isn't it? So that's gonna make them worse if he's I don't know about it. No, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so his advice was to keep you know the, the, them away from the doctors and stuff like that. And it worked. He got better. Who knows? But then Russia at that time, people did believe in mysticism and people still do powers. now. People knew uh-huh. now around the world. It just depends what society you're in. Yeah, I guess that's part mm-hmm. of what the revolution was about in Russia. It was brought about like well, was. this is all bullshit. 
we're probably mm -hmm. probably due another one now, or well, well overdue one, but you know. Um, yeah. and, and people still do have the influences in, uh, you know, in Parliament and stuff like that. I mean, look at England, look at Irene Jury and stuff. That wasn't that long ago, was it? No. How many people oh, she killed? Oh, Dominic Cummins. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Dominic Cummins, exactly, yeah. You look at Dominic I mean, it, Cummins now and he's like, those fucking idiots to listen to what I said. This is what really happened here. Yeah. And you're like, I kind of appreciate this, but also you just did that for a laugh, for money. Like, what? I don't understand. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, uh, uh -huh. semi-admire it, but I'm admiring somebody who's done bad stuff. But I admire It's it. like pe people who are convincing, isn't it? And, and people who believe what they're saying, right? This is the way to go now with Commons. That that was the case, do you know what I mean? With obviously with Eileen Jury and stuff, it was Hoddle's belief in in faith healing and stuff, Irene wasn't it? I love part of this. but it's true, though. It is true that, you know, people it, it, in power... heal anyone? ...have an influence, and, and <laughs> you know... It, Connell did believe that he that she was doing... She picked the fucking oh, squad, OK, right, so we've got Rasputin, one end of the spectrum. <laughs> yes. Drew, this end of the spectrum. Where's Geller? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Geller? Yeah, well, that, that is the thing. Where, where is I Geller? He's closer mean, to the Rasputin end. Do you think? I'll be honest. Do you think he's an evil man? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, like we're in he was doing his thing <laughs> again. He, he re-had his ugly head during this World Cup again, didn't he? Like he was going to put a curse on someone or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a curse on him, but Ah, dude, yeah, but it had... still happens. It still happens. Still, and Darren Brown, he's a little bit like that, like isn't I he? Say he's an evil wizard, Darren Brown. He tells uh -huh. you, I'm, "This is how I do what I do," and it's a fucking trick. And he still mm -hmm. does it, and people still believe it. Like he's the most. He's a bit. He's like Rasputin. He's a modern Rasputin. <laughs> without, without the shagging of women. Well, the opposite. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The not shagging of women is what I mean. The not shagging of women, uh -huh. of exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, it is mental that these these people, you know, all all believed in a sense, and and they have so much power. But it does happen. So, people want to believe, don't they? Like, of the course, people I want, want to, believe. especially if someone's ill and they get a bit better, they want to believe that. Yeah. Whatever it's for, the film. What do you think of the film? <laughs> uh, I love the film. I think it's great. I'm not bothered if they don't mention World War One or yeah, the Russian like, Revolution. You wouldn't even think it was anything to do with that. I know. Or that so the names much, are different. There's so much of the stuff that isn't is the only part of the Rasputin story in this film is shagging women, <laughs> impressing royal people, hypnotizing and eyes, and, and, and having hypnotizing eyes. Yeah, that is. I mean, they don't even get the he's he supposed death right at the end. Does no, it? they don't. That's the best, <laughs> the best part. <laughs> it is. It it's is. kind of right. It, it, it in the film, it's poison chocolates. Real life is supposed to be poison cakes. Mm -hmm. They do get the poison wine right. They could give him cakes. They could, but they didn't. Well, it's and not real. I don't know. But I don't. <laughs> I don't know why they don't shoot him, which apparently they did. 
Apparently the actual death, he just got shot, right? (laughs) Yeah, and he he just wouldn't die. I mean, it's similar in the film where he won't die at the end, and it's I know, but the reality kind of horror thing. Read about what the real thing happened was that yeah, all of this poison and bullshit that the czar said he did is Mm -hmm. rubbish. They they just shot him in the head very close. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you see, that's the thing, isn't it? What is history? Do you know what I mean? It's it's written by the people. And it's it's believed, isn't it? Yeah, but the story about this courageous like death was all written by the the yeah. Well, that's that's the believed story that that Rasputin wouldn't die. He was he was unkillable. They tried to poison him. Of course, he's not unkillable. Of course, (laughs) he's not. But that adds to the mystic story, doesn't it? So they they try to poison him. They try to shoot him. He still wouldn't die. So they chucked him in. They chucked him in the river. There might have just not been a lot of poison in that bit of cake that he ate, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could nibble on the edge of a cake that Mm -hmm. hasn't got the cyanide in it or whatever it was that was meant to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So they might be like, oh, fuck, we thought he'd die with that. Like, yeah, that. But then they shot him and he still didn't die. Yeah, but then the the actual autopsy says he never got, like, that was nothing. Well, no, in the autopsy, he had. He had water in his lungs, which would suggest he was still alive when they chucked him in the river. So, uh, look, Brett, cool. if poison and being shot in the head isn't going to kill him, I guarantee <laughs> I, just being, being in a river isn't going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> that is what killed him in the end. They chucked him, they chucked him in the river. And what I'm he, saying he is the other stuff didn't later. happen. If he, okay, he drowned. <laughs> but what I'm saying is he didn't get poisoned, he survived. He got shot in the head, he survived. Like, he drowned. <laughs> He drowned. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you believe what you want to believe, Cliff. I oh. believe poison. No, that, that's not going to do it. Shot. No, that's not going to do it. Pick them up, chuck them in the river. Yeah, that's probably going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Three things. It's too much. Two things. That, okay. There's a good. What other bits of the film do you like? I'll tell you one bit that I like. Well, I, I like a lot of the film. I like one a lot of the film because it's great the, fun. Well, I like it all, yeah. It's, I mean, and Christopher Lee's having the time of his life, and he's oh, absolutely it's, fucking it's mint. absolutely loving it. He's fucking loving it. All he gets he to do is, is I shout, fucking hypnotise people. <laughs> shout <laughs> shag women. Shag women. Because <laughs> he, he famously got sick of being Dracula because there wasn't anything for him to do. We hated being Dracula in the end. They sort of given him in one film he's got no lines. Do you know what I mean? Which okay, is okay. unbelievable with that. Christopher okay. Lee's voice. Mm-hmm. I mean he's got the best booming voice ever, hasn't he? He's a brilliant actor. And he's a brilliant sort of presence, isn't I think he? He's great. With his massive Metallica hands. I love him. <laughs> he's even got a heavy metal sort of album, mm-hmm. doesn't he? So but yeah, and his his life and stuff like that is is very interesting if you look at his life. He apparently he he met the um the assassin of Rasputin when he was a kid. Oh, did he? That's, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I mean, he's led an amazing life, but he's a brilliant actor. But he's just having like a wonderful time. And when Christopher Lee's having a wonderful time, I think I think you do as well, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Of course. But he asked us about a scene. He is loving it. I like the scene where he's in the darkness and his voice is kind of projecting yes, throughout that's a good one. his house. That is a good one. And he throws acid in a man's face. 
that's that's the scene that I like. It's very, it's very the hammer acid. horror. That. Just with the uh-huh. acid in the face. I think my favourite is the bit where he's up, what well, you mentioned before, he's up before the court of the uh, of the monastery where he's sought refuge in. I don't think he's a monk, but he's there. He's he's in he's living there. But I think in real life yeah. they say he was never part of like the order or whatever. Well the would, wouldn't they? Of course they would, yeah, because <laughs> it obviously wasn't a good example. <laughs> um <laughs> but in this film he's there and it's this bit that you're talking about um in real life or whatever, where he said he needed to be closer to God and the sin was closer to God. Because mm-hmm. basically he's a monk and they're like, well, uh, you're not being very monkey. You know, you're going out and like shagging women and drinking all the time. He's like, yeah, you guys, what the fuck have you got? Like you go to confession every day. What are you going yeah. to confess about? You don't even do anything. Uh-huh. At least I've I like that. Th- he's like, at least I've got something to confess about. Yeah, it was a very subtle way of putting that fact in, wasn't it? Yeah, and I thought it was great. I loved his reason for it. And he, like, Mm -hmm. really wound the cardinal up or whatever that guy's (laughs) name was. Because he was like, yeah, at least I I might go out and drink. But, yeah, I need to have something to confess about every day. Like, you guys, you think you're close Uh to God because you confess every day. You're not even confessing anything. At least when I go in, I've got really something to talk about. And he can cleanse (laughs) my sins. And I can go out and do it again come back again. I was like, yeah. what an amazing way of looking at that. I just thought it was great. And the yeah. fact that it's quite early in the film. Um yes. I just thought it was really good. Like, wait to set that stall out. Uh, I I uh-huh. enjoyed it. Um, it is good. Um, I've, I've got the severing of hands to confess. What have you got to confess? <laughs> <laughs> it's great that way he severs the hand. Do you, do you like a severed hand? I, I love a severed hand, mate. I mean, it's, I, I'm a big fan of a scythe, first thought. So there's that. The, side, yes. the fact that the scythe severed a hand. Uh-huh. To be honest, I quite like anything. Double the fun. You like anything severed, do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's that's good. Um, I'm not too sure about a foot. I don't like severed feet. More I'll stay away from that. Sure. Well, yeah. De- definitely is. Like, so, so. It's good, isn't it? Like, it's a good film. It's a good laugh. It's mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, if you don't like abusive women, it's probably. And and I know neither of us do. I'm not saying we like it, <laughs> so we like the film. I mean, it's like... not. It's not massively in in that sense, is it? I mean, it's it's a little bit rapey with the like, the daughter and stuff. You don't. And uh, you don't see any he, bad he stuff. He does hypnotise people to get his way. Let's say that. It's Im- I mean, it's yeah. It's implied that a lot of his action is only done because of his. Not, not necessarily in the lady's will, unless he had used his powers. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But definitely. if you think that, like a 1966 film about Rasputin the Mad Monk in 1890 or whatever it's meant to be is too realistic on that way, <laughs> then you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably not for you. Uh, the the other thing that I, I like about Hammer films is the just end. Right. Yeah, they had again. Yeah. There's no no fucking about because <laughs> at the end we've we've talked about it. He, he he is poisoned and stuff like that. He's not shot. He's not drowned. He's just chucked out of window. Chucked out window. And that's the, the end. end. No resolution. That's what happens? What no. happens to the people that threw out the window? Are the women Fuck okay? That. Is he really dead? Did they yeah. ever uncover that he wasn't the real man he said he was or anything like that? No, he's dead. <laughs> you think he's dead? 
the end. That's it. That's it. The um, end. And one thing that about Hara Hammer and in this one that sometimes is worse than others or better than others. The music is absolutely ridiculous in this. <laughs> so <laughs> over the top. It's so really, over the yeah. top. I know Hammer has a, a melodramatic like score for its films. This is mm-hmm. probably the worst example of that that I've that I've watched so far. Which in the Hammer, it's, yeah. it is the whole film is far from subtle, but the music, like you know, it doesn't need to be that crazy. It's not over the top. <laughs> The film itself and the story is over there. You talk about a mad monk who pretends to be a healer that's getting his way with women and inveiging and himself into the royal family and then gets yeah. murdered. He can't get poisoned. He gets out of a window. You don't need the crazy over the top film. The story is mad enough. Like, uh-huh. I saw uh-huh. it was a bit much for me, the music in this one. The music was a bit much. The, the other thing that they were doing, because this is typical Hammer. At the same time as this film, they were also filming another film at the, the same time, a Dracula film place? called Same Sets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> same actors. <laughs> so they're doing like two films at once. They're doing uh, Dracula, Prince of Darkness, okay. which again, I, I love. And the, the other thing I want to mention was one of the, the actors who's uh, Francis Matthews, who plays Ivan. For Did some reason. for Blackpool in the 1930s? I think that's Stanley uh, for some reason it's probably because I've watched watched all the Hammer films that get me hands on I feel like as a kid I saw him on the telly every week (laughs) do you know who I mean? no I've got no idea you've got no idea he's he's the one who kills Rasputin in the end chucks him out the window okay yeah I thought I recognised that guy but I didn't know where yeah it's just one of those faces he, and, and voices as well. There's one thing. So familiar. One thing mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you. Yeah. The disgraced doctor. I, I had no idea what was going on with that storyline. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the disgraced doctor. There's a, a drinking game isn't there, in the pub that you said is the same pub, which I don't think it is. It's a lot more open plan the second pub. <laughs> it, you see a different side <laughs> of it. I think it's all you do. <laughs> He, he has a drinking game with him, and obviously Rasputin can drink him under the table. Well, that's the other thing. Rasputin, phone. he's drinking like eight bottles of wine. That like he doesn't exactly. even drink. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> of course he's drunk. He's fucking hypnotizing people and chopping their hands off. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this disgrace doctor, Rasputin, just moves into his house, doesn't he? So he's there for that reason. <laughs> He's also the the person that spills the beans on Rasputin to the the higher ups, doesn't he? And says that you know he's doing because these he, terrible he, things. He gets that. tired of his uh, evil ways, doesn't he? he? He certainly does. He certainly does. So yeah, that that was the thing with him. But I, I thought he was pretty good. I mean, all these actors and stuff like that. Barbara Shelley, who plays Sonia, is in loads of Hammer stuff, and she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, the one making a you know, track like Prince of Darkness at the same time as this, so they're all in Prince of Darkness as well. The loads of actors in the Gorgon and stuff like that, and the director um, as well. He he made a couple of hammer ones, like Kiss of the Google Vampire. It, if you Google the director, it's not massively complimentary about his body of work, is it? Well, yeah, he's made some films that I like. Do you know what I mean? I mean, films also with Christopher Lee, in which you know. Politically, 
are, are very politically incorrect now, like Fu Manchu and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Where Christopher Lee is playing a Chinese overlord and stuff like that. You wouldn't get away with that now, but it's fucking, it's the 60s, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So that's the film. Mm. It's a hammer, one of hundreds of hammer films, but also. Unfortunately, not hundreds. There should be hundreds. How many is there? I don't know. I don't think there's hundreds, though. There's, there's not it's as got many close as you would to 100. It's got to be close to 100. I don't think so, you know. I is it 68? So. I'm going to put 68 on if we're having a sweepstick. Maybe. I'm maybe. Well, I'll have to find out how many Hammer horror films there actually were because Hammer made other stuff as well, not just horror. But, I'll be the horrors. Yeah. I'm not going to get yeah, you on that. I, <laughs> but I, uh, you do, you know, think that there's loads. There's, there's not loads. There's not loads. There's about eight Dracula's and about ten Frankensteins. So, you know, Frankensteins. But, uh, but I think that's what's five, good about this. Is it's something else, right? It's not Frankenstein. It's not the mummy. It's not Dracula. Yeah. It's a different story. And I think that's one of the things that is interesting about it and what might like give a little bit of a point of difference or a reason for people to watch it. It's not one of the other, like, or here's what else Dracula might have got up to. And it's also uh-huh. based on a real thing, whereas mm-hmm. probably Dracula isn't in the form that we know. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> it's not, it's, yeah. But, it, I mean, honestly, Christopher Lee in this, it's just loading it up. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's so loud. He's just fucking stomping about. He's shouting at everyone. He's healing people with his back yeah. hands. Kicking he's down shagging doors. any woman he's... that he can get his hands on. He's kicking uh-huh. down doors. It's it's ridiculous. And it's great fun. Uh, so, it is. Yeah. It is. Definitely watch it if, if you haven't watched it. It is a lot of fun. Like all Hammer films are, you can just switch your brain off and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about them. Cool. What's coming next? You got a quiz or out like that? Like I've, I've got a quiz for you. Yes, a, Ooh, a little quiz for you. A for. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. Mm-hmm. You know, in, my, in my darkest hours. Of course, yeah. Of course, yes. Not a bad um, size, but it's not a bad size, is it? It's not a bad size. Thanks for that. I've got a quiz on musicians who were accused of being satanic. Okay. Right. 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 Question number one. Which band were accused of being Satanists after featuring Alistair Crowley on the cover of one of their albums? The Rolling Stones. No, you definitely should get this. You definitely shouldn't say that. Alistair Crowley is on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. Yes, he is. Well, that would be the Beatles. It will be the Beatles. It is the Beatles. Which band, or which band's name, rather, was accused of meaning kids in Satan's service. Say that again, please. Misunderstood. No. No, I will no, not. I said, please, I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Oh, he might say, please, but I'm still not going to do it. I'm only joking, I will. Which band's name was accused of meaning kids in Satan's service? I'll give you a clue. Okay. They've got paint on and they do look a bit like devils in that. Oh, kiss? Kids in kiss. service, okay. 
No, is absolutely the right no answer. chance that means that. It's just kiss is the word kiss. <laughs> yep. This is all ridiculous. People isn't are it? mental. It's just kiss. It's the word kiss. Uh-huh. There was a, a good a, name, obviously, isn't it? That's a great a good name, name for a band. <laughs> like, I mean, but it's else? the association with like rock music and stuff like that with Satanism. It's, it's gone throughout the 60s, hasn't it? Oh, Up until, you know, even now. Uh, well, probably not now, but, you know, Marilyn Manson and stuff like that, hasn't it? Katie Do you Perry know what now. I mean? Yeah? Katy Perry Satan now. True story. Oh, I know Jay-Z and stuff like that. They're in with the Illuminati, aren't they? Oh, yeah, but Katy Perry's meant to be a Satanist because of something to do with vinegar. True story. Something Google to it. do with the vinegar. Apple right, cider okay. vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Night Stalker Richard Ramirez claimed which band song, Night Prowler, inspired him to murder? Oh, Night Prowler. Who does that? Night Prowler. Uh, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember what that, that is. It's ACDC, that. Richard mm. mm. Ramirez. Who? Yeah, Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. That's him. Who sold his soul to the devil in return for blues fame? Cliff? Uh, Robert Johnson, apparently. Robert Johnson is the right answer. And that is a wonderful story that isn't it that he did that sold his soul to the devil and that did the devil tune his guitar or something as well oh there's, there's yeah there's only like two pictures of them exist mm-hmm. there's about 30 songs about two pictures and uh he's um he was poisoned he was poisoned he was poisoned was he mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That led to his demise, did it? Uh-huh. Did the shipman put him in the river? Or... I don't know what else happened. I don't know if there's more than one murder, but uh, poison, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it's just a good story, though, isn't it? That he's, he couldn't play the guitar and he disappeared. Was it for like a couple of weeks in that and came back and he was mint? I, I love that. that. I like. Have you listened to Robert Johnson? I've heard Robert Johnson's song. Crossroads. Yeah, the stones and cream and all of that. I've done the songbook. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have. I have listened. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Right, next one. Which band Jimmy Page. was? <laughs> I actually, there's no Led Zeppelin in no, here. No, no Jimmy reason. Page. The most famous. No Jimmy Page. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely none of that in here. Yeah, okay. I didn't put that oh, in. Well Too done. obvious, Cliff. Too obvious. Okay, that's yeah, why. Well, it's not you with that. Uh-huh. Bit. What? <laughs> not you, that being too obvious. <laughs> it's not like me at all. Which band was sued because of perceived subliminal messages which supposedly drove two men to shoot themselves? It is this quite famous. It is. They got they got taken to court and they had to sit in court and stuff. But did they? This I band. don't know. I don't know this. Uh the 80s. Mm, Stephen King. Uh, wrote about it in one of his books. Very similar sort mm-hmm. of premise. Honestly, I don't. Do you know give this? up? I don't know this. It, yeah, it's Judas Priest. Oh, is the answer. That. Not bothered about Judas Priest. <laughs> Apparently, it because they played it backwards. I think the record. What people don't play stuff backwards for? Who's this backwards <laughs> well, music all the time? <laughs> and, and apparently, it just kept saying, "Do it." Do also, it. I don't know how you play music backwards. I know. How do you do that? 
I mean, I would. I would if I could. I just hey, don't know how. Probably shoot yourself. So probably. <laughs> I probably would. I probably would. Last one, Cliff. The Fulham. They sold their soul for rock and roll. Accuses which female artist of being possessed by the demons. They sold their soul for rock and roll. A female artist. I'll give Is you a clue. Still alive? Queen of pop. Madonna. Madonna, demon. That's what <laughs> she is. <laughs> Why you put a D on the end of D? That's, that's what my last does. She calls them I know, demons. Brett, uh, Jane says I know, same. Brett. <laughs> Jane does the same, does she? <laughs> it must be a, it must be a oh, girl thing. It, I don't it's know. not the word. <laughs> I know. She always says <laughs> demons. Have a D on the end. <laughs> I don't know, but it must be a crazy girl thing. Weird that they're both doing this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love that for it. <laughs> exactly, it always makes me laugh at all. So they, that's why I put it in. Madonna, all right. I think Madonna is, uh, I, I will always, always, always stick up for Madonna, but I think she's going to so be bad. Nah, she's all right, man. She's <laughs> all right. She's man. I like Madonna. I love Madonna. She's, she's cool, man. Don't live. Music and that we got music. We do indeed. We'll have music this week from the Love Dogs. Mm -hmm. Do you love dogs, Cliff? A uh, little bit, like them. A little bit. Well, I'm, oh, I love dogs. I've saw a lot of puppies recently, so dogs. that's that's made us smile. Um, it's called Fallen on the Floor, a Dorset band. This. Okay, I didn't know much about them. I heard the song. I liked the song, but I didn't have any context. Hmm. Well, I'll just give you a bit. Mm -hmm. Don't you give us some geographical context? <laughs> and that's all you're getting. <laughs> well, I like the song. All right, good. Nice one. The Love Dogs. Cheers. Cheers to everyone who's listening. Welcome to 2023. Hope you stick with us whenever you're listening. Uh, give us a shout out, whatever you want, anytime. Get in touch. Anything you want us to talk about, any suggestions, any feedback, whatever. And we'll be back next week with something else. Yeah. All right. My pick. Oh, I wasted a pick, haven't I? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> See ya.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.